Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to our boardroom chat. Yes, so good to be here with you. I want to ask you a question. I'm going to ask you, have you ever been careless? I have been careless. Good. That's good. I want everybody <laughs> to be careless. And I'm going to talk about that today because everybody is so full of care about oh, the Delta yeah. variant. The Delta this and the Delta and all this kind of, and everything going wrong and they're printing too much money and the United States is going broke and everybody is liars in Washington, D.C. and China going crazy. You've been watching too much news. Yeah, I know, but it's, it makes a good <laughs> message. It's time to be careless. Yeah. In fact, God never told you to care about anything. Mm. He told you to be careless. So if you got your Bible, I want you to go with me to the book of Philippians chapter 4. And Paul writing to the church at Philippi, and I want to read the King James, and Kathy, I'm going to ask you to read it in the Amplified. First, verse 4 of Philippians 4. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. 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 Right. Always. Go ahead and say it. Always. Say it, Kathy. Always. Always. It, it makes no difference <laughs> what's happening out here. We don't deny what's happening out there. Mm -hmm. The Lord said rejoice in the Lord. Now, you can't rejoice if the Lord's not in you because it ain't fun out there right now. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again, he had to say it again. Again. And again, I say rejoice. Then he said, let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Mm -hmm. Verse 6 is where I want to get to. It says, be careful for nothing. Now, what does nothing mean to you? Shouldn't mean nothing, right? That's spiritual, physical, financial. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Right. And then verse 7 comes to pass because of verse 6. And the peace of God, mm -hmm. which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. We have a keeper, a comforter, the Holy Ghost that keeps us. Now, Kathy, I want you to read verse 4, verse 5, verse 6, verse 7 in the Amplified, okay, if you don't mind. Okay, I will do it. And then I want to deal with this because, you see, people can't seem to understand why I'm so full of joy. Because I was careless. <laughs> I love that. Because I refuse to care. And I'm going to tell you why in just a minute. Would you read that in the Amplified? I like the Amplified, but also All the right, uh, some other Passion translation. translation is actually one right, I like read better. Read the Passion. Then. Passion says, be cheerful with joyous celebration in every season of life. Amen. Let joy overflow, for Amen. you are united with the anointed one. Come on, Jesus. Let gentleness be seen in every relationship, for our Lord is ever near. Amen. Verse 6 says, don't be pulled in different directions or worried uh -huh. about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell Ooh. him every detail of your life. Amen. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. Okay, that's what I'm that's talking about. That's through verse 7. That's verse 7. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now watch this. It says, be careful for nothing. Nothing. For nothing. Absolutely. So that's why, ladies and gentlemen, I don't care what the world says. I don't care what the devil does mm -hmm. because, you know, I'm in the world, but I'm not of it. Hmm. Well, suppose you got sick and died. Well, bless God, I go to heaven. Suppose I stay here, then I get to aggravate the devil every day of my life. You see what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. It says be careful for nothing because care is a form of pride. I've said that so many times, and people don't seem to get that. When you start caring, from caring comes stress. 
-hmm. From stress comes sickness, buddy. I mean, it will change the way you think, change how your body, it will work against the cellular structure of your body. Right. I mean, now, you know that women are in the workplace because they always want to be free, and I believe in everybody should be free. But now women have the same rate of heart trouble, heart attacks as men because of stress. Mm -hmm. But when you're careful for nothing, and I like the way Paul said it to the church at Philippi, but in everything, now, you don't do this by yourself, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, I love right. that, with thanksgiving, make your requests known unto God. Or make your, the Amplified said, makes your wants known unto God. Yeah, let me read that in the Amplified. Yeah, Just I, verse 6. Okay. It says, do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. That's right. But in every circumstance and in everything, by prayer and petition, definite requests, with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants Known to God. That's why I tell people I never ask God for a need, and I never will. It's a waste of spiritual energy. I don't know why people do that. Because he said he'd supply all your need according to his riches and glory. So now when you're back by the throne of God, which he owns the universe, I think you're okay. Okay? So you don't tell him what you need because he already know that. He's supplying that. He'll tell you what you, you should tell him what you want. And then don't be, and then be careless about careless. it to the point that, well, I don't know if he'll give it to me now. See, that's, that's walking in care. When you ought to be careful for nothing. So, I mean, I don't deny what's happening out there. I know we have a pandemic or epidemic or whatever you call it. Or maybe we do. Maybe I don't know what's happening out there because it seems like everybody is talking on the media and everybody's saying different things. I, I, the CDC needs to get together and come together and say one thing here and, and don't back off this situation. Things of that nature. You have three vaccines right now. Okay. I, vaccination. I had a problem with vaccination. I, or, or determination. Call it what you want. You can, you can make it a poem if you want. But then you say, well, the Moderna's better. Or the uh, Pfizer's better. Or the Johnson & Johnson's better. Let me tell you what's better. It's not being careful about anything. Just let Jesus do what he wants to do in your life, that by his stripes you were healed. Now, if you're calling in the Delta variant, if you're calling in, say, well, you know, you better watch it because you're just lobbing to get it. Well, you know, that's care saying, hey, variant, you want a place to reside? Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good, see? And then the stress comes. And all the kind of test positive. You, you know how many false positive tests we have? How many false negative tests we have? We now have these little tests. Now you can do them at home. Nobody knows what to do. Every state has a different way of doing things. You got the governor saying one thing. You got the mayor of city saying another. And different nations oh, because we have it, people watching from all over the world. And what yes, is not it just the U.S. And what is it causing? Stress. Satan is not stupid. Anxiety. You see what I'm trying to say? Watch, they're already preparing for you to have a booster. Now, I have no problem with medicines. I have no problem with any of that. But, uh, you know, I tell you this much. If it was all for free, if the government wouldn't back the pharmaceutical companies and people say, okay, let's just see how much they would give people. Because if they ain't making money, you ain't getting nothing. It's just the way it is. Thank God that our government is giving free vaccines and all these free different things. And that's, that's a blessing. But think about it. You take the, if you take the money out, it's amazing. You're on your own. You go back to just being you. Well, I'm never on my own. I have a comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, that ministers to me. And he says, be careful for nothing. Mm -hmm. That's the word of God. Be careless. Now, yeah, I, I want to be careless. I'm not talking about walking in front of a truck and say, well, I'm, it's not going to kill me. We're not, that's stupidity, that. Yeah. I'm talking about I will not worry or fret. Right. Worry is not a part of my life. Right. Because if that's the case, I wouldn't have got out of the house today. Because, you know, let me tell you something about the Delta variant. It's airborne. If somebody just sneezes, it's airborne. I mean, it's, you see, where are you going to go? What are you going to do? You see what I'm saying? 
But I took the word of God at face value. Now, I want to go to Psalms 55. And I want you to notice what it says. Then we'll come back to Philippians. Psalms 55. And I, I love Psalms 55 because it's just such a blessing of the Lord. Uh, and Dave, uh, it, it's one of the most powerful Psalms. But I really love this verse in Psalms 55 that it will bless you greatly. If I can get to it real quick here. There it is here. Psalms 55, verse 20. It says, cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved or permit the righteous to be moved. Mm -hmm. Cast thy burden upon the Lord. Notice that. And he shall sustain thee. Now, Kathy, I want you to read that in uh, whichever passion you like. like, Well, I have the... uh, Amplified? The Amplified here, it Read says, it says uh, cast your burden on the Lord, releasing the weight of it, and he will sustain you. So it's heavy if it's Release got a weight Release the weight it. of it, yes. So you, that's your responsibility. And he says, and he will sustain you. He will never allow the consistently righteous to be moved, oh, made to Lord. slip, fall, or fail. That's my point. That's wonderful. See, that's what I'm saying. See, people think, oh, well, Jesse, the planet has got a lot of faith. You know, let me help you here. Thank you for the comment or the compliment. I don't have any more faith than you do, but I have a lot of less care than you do. Mm-hmm. That's the difference, you see. I refuse to take on the, the weight of this ministry. It takes, mil- not million, I wish it was a million. I, I wish to God it was. Millions a month to run this place, mm-hmm. to do that. I got people behind these, uh, behind these cameras. Every one of them, right now I'm paying. But you know, really all I'm doing it's believing what God says, and God's doing the paying. And who makes the checks good is not just at the planets. It's God Almighty through wonderful partners like you who help us sustain right. this ministry. Right. In other words, you, do you see what I'm trying to say here? Be careful for nothing, but in, I mean nothing. And, and, and he said, cast the burden, which means you got to throw it off because it likes to sit on you because it's very weighty. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Right. It's like people getting married. I, it blows me. I heard a person say this. Uh, uh, I'll love you for as long as it lasts. Well, you done lost your ever loving mind? What do you mean? See, you're already making a time frame on that? You done, no, no, till death do you part. You keep talking like that, she may, she, she may kill you quick, or vice versa. I don't know. But that's kind of stupid. You're making a provision for failure. So, Kathy, actually, care makes a provision for failure for you to fall. But that scripture said, you will not fail. You will not fall. Read that again. You I will not slip. He will. Uh, he will never allow the consistently righteous to be moved, made to slip, fall, or fail. Now, that's, that's even better. I mean, that's just such a blessing. That's what Paul was ch- telling the church at Philippi. And Rome, let me tell you about Nero. He's killing Christians left and right. And yet Paul said, be careful of nothing. But, but with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, make, make, you known, make, make your, your, your requests known on the God. Or like the Amplified says, your wants. Hmm. Do you see what I'm saying here? No, I'm not. Let me let me get back here. If you just tuned in, I'm not saying being stupid out there, but I, I don't, I, I, I don't like people flip flopping. You see, and I don't care whether it's spiritual, physical, or financial. You got one media saying one thing, you got another media saying this. You got. I don't like any of that. We're supposed to be Americans, and we should be for each other. 
But it seems like it's caused such division. There's division all over the United States of America. That should not be. You can have a different opinion about it, but you should not be the point. But my God, you can't be in the same room with someone or you'll get in a fight if you start talking about politics mm -hmm. or something like that. I've heard some people say they don't talk politics at Thanksgiving or Christmas because it ruins the meal. Good Lord, that's pretty sad, isn't it? You see, so that's why I'm saying being careless. Let God Almighty, who's Christ in you, the hope of glory, care for you. Let him handle these things. He said, but that's too, uh, that, uh, that, uh, what should I do? Nothing. That's what he's telling you. Be careful for nothing. You see, a lot of people can't seem to get that, that um, I, I don't know, the, the words, the English word. So when I, when I began this ministry, full-time ministry, uh, in 1978, I've been preaching 1976. My, my first message in 1976 was full of care. I was sweating. I had sweat running down the back of my legs because I thought, oh, God. But you know what I was real more concerned about now that I look back at it? I was worried about how I said it when I should have been concerned about what I said. Right. You see, but I wanted people to like you. Who don't want people? Yeah, everybody wants everybody to like you. That's not the issue. But you know, I've learned that you know, if people don't like my message, it's not my message. This is God's message. Mm -hmm. God tells me to preach things, that, Kathy. I really don't want to mm -hmm. preach. I know. And I, let, there's some places God wants me to preach. I don't want to preach there neither. Uh -huh. But I do it, and I don't go there with worry on my mind and this and that. Well, suppose they throw you out. Been there. Done that. Remember the time I got thrown out of a church? I came home early and you I said, think, man. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> it was so, a great day in yeah, the neighborhood. You were supposed to be there like two more days. I made the top tithe pair mad because I the spoke first, the truth. That was your first message and you were supposed to be there for like four days. And I told, I turned around to the churches. I walked out and I said, this place will be gone in six months. Close, yeah. And they all went, no. And it shut down in six months because that pastor was relying on that big tithe pair then he was lying on God. Mm -hmm. And then that tithe pair got mad at that pastor, left, and it all went and down. And wasn't there another time when you went that the pastor was locked out of his own office? Was yes. that a different place? There was place? another time that I, we went in. <laughs> they locked him out of his office because they didn't <laughs> want him in his office. And I'm surprised they didn't lock him out of the church, but I think the reason why is because I was there. Mm. You know, and he said, I don't know what I'm going to do. I said, well, I know exactly what you do. Let's pray before God. And, you know, wipe the dust off your feet and leave these heathens. Mm. God will give you a place to preach. Mm. God will help you if you let, if you let him. Mm -hmm. See, so it makes no difference. Let me say it again. I don't deny what people say, but it makes no difference what they say, but it makes all the difference about what God That's says. Right. That's now, right. And I have kept that all my life. There was two things I wanted to do and when I went into ministry. Number one, I always wanted to be transparent. And number two, never step in the blood of Jesus. And what I meant by that was I want to be a reflection of Christ instead of casting a reflection upon Christ. And before we came in to do the boardroom chat, these are some of the best. They're great. I've heard some ever read the uh, request, but I want you to read yeah, some of these things. you were waiting on me because you were early and I was late. See, yeah. we have a little rule around here in case you don't know it. We learned it from some friends of ours, and there's a rule that says around the ministry that says, you know, if, if uh, Jesse's early and you're on time, then you're late. Yeah. <laughs> so I was on time, but he was early. Yes. And got an opportunity to read the testimonies, which I read yesterday, so I know they're wonderful. Yeah, so I read something. You I, read I, one? I know, I'm not just... I mean, they're bragging on me, and, and I thought, whoa. Well, and I thought, bragging on the Lord in yeah, you. No, no, let me explain that. You can brag on me, and you can brag on God. You see, you can brag on God, then watch God brag on you. So God sent the, those, those wonderful testaments to those people uh -huh. to let me know that I was doing right. There's nothing wrong with receiving that. This is not pride. Forget about that kind of stuff. I'm talking about uh, 
what we're saying is happening in people's lives. So would you read a, a couple of them or whatever, well, whichever I don't know one which you one want. You're they were all good. Thinking about it, I'll just start from the top. These came from Facebook uh -huh. uh, or this week. It says, good morning and from Anne. Good morning and glory to God. Waking up from Sydney at 6 a.m. Amen. So good to see you and hear from you, Pastor Jesse and Kathy. Thank you, Team JDM. Expecting to hear the Spirit's word from me today. So I believe that you're having let, that today. Let me say this thing real quick. Was it? Yeah, I like this Amanda one, okay, too. Okay, that's the one I thought you meant. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, before that, I'll just oh, say Diana, Diana says, good afternoon from Canada. Amen. Debbie says, hello from England. And this is from Amanda. I've been watching Jesse's videos and sermons since February uh, and got to the boardroom chats later on. Is that, I guess, February of this year, right? I would believe okay. so. Yes, because right, this was one that just came in this mm -hmm. week. Uh, it says, I never watch TV preachers, but you were all honest people. And I knew you would ah. be blessed. I would be blessed spiritually with your ministry. I've listened and learned. You are, you are legit, and Amen. God knows <laughs> you do his will and blesses you to bless other people. That's what God expects Christians to do. I shop the... Stop a minute. That's God bragging on me through that, that person. You are legit. Not, not, I'm not being prideful. I didn't say that. She's the one who wrote it. Keep yeah. reading, baby. Yeah, and, and basically she has a witness yeah. in her spirit oh, yeah. that this is That's the, a blessing Lord, of the, the Lord. Lord's doing. Okay, she says, uh, I shop the clearance racks for myself so that I can help those less fortunate. I love God's blessings so he can use me to be a blessing to others. I'm so thankful God blessed me to be used as a blessing for your partnership. If people would use their time for spreading love instead of criticism, this world would be a better place. May God continue to bless your ministry. Love See, that's in what Christ. I mean. It's not a pride thing. This is what she said. What's her name, Amanda? Let me tell you something, Amanda. You can, you can wear the finest. And well, you can also sounds, shop the, uh, what they call it, clearance rack. She gives them away, this woman. it sounds like. When we go... When we go, if she wants shoes, the first thing she heads for is to clearance her action on the shoes to see if there's certain ones on there. It, nothing wrong with a good sale. I believe in a good sale. But you can have both. Amanda, you can have both. You, you can just be a <clears throat> blessing of the Lord. You, you want a story that, that it's going hard to believe? I went to J.C. Penney's. This must have been 20 years ago. I'll never forget this as long as I ever live. I went to get a shirt, okay? Now, you, you ever been in some of those uh, stores that have them big, it's like this table and this I mean, there are shirts in there that so tight. A you circle know, around? All the way, yeah, circle all the way around like that. So I was looking the guy, uh, uh, so I asked him, I said, I'm looking for a certain kind of shirt. He said, it's probably on that rack, which was a clearance rack, I guess. He said, I, don't, I guess, I don't know. I said, okay. Man, I thought, God, man, I mean, how did they put that many shirts and stuff like that? So I, I saw the shirt I want, and I had to kind of really pull like this to kind of get the shirt, and I saw a pair of eyes. I thought, whoa, Jesus. And there was a lady inside that rack. Like, and I went, whoa. How did she even get there for that? I don't time? know. She had to <laughs> she climb had to crawl under, under them the, shirts the and come. It's the only way I can think of. I said, what are you doing? And you know what she said? I just want to see how much money you spend. I wanted to push the rack over on her. You know what I'm saying? I thought, well, good God of my. Now that's sad, isn't it? That's sad. And I said, was um, I said, well, this is on sale. I'm getting it for, it's a $100 shirt. I'm getting on sale for 18 bucks. Does that satisfy you? I didn't tell that part, uh, but I remember that now. Uh, oh, you know, then I just walked off and I thought, that's sad. But then maybe somebody gave her a reason for doing that. Maybe she trusted a preacher somewhere and maybe somebody heard her. I don't know, whatever. But I would never do something like that. You know what I'm saying? But you know what? It didn't, I, you know, and I thought, you know what this woman needs? She needs some prayer. <laughs> That's what she needs. Maybe she's hurting. Maybe she's not. But I'll never forget that. But see, this is what this lady's saying. 
I think every minister has to be transparent, honest, and full of integrity, not to step on the blood of Jesus by committing adultery or fornication and, or whatever, stealing money. But let me tell you, preachers, nothing wrong with you making money. And let me tell everybody listening, there's nothing wrong with a preacher making money. See, that's another false thing that Satan put through the church and preachers preached that poverty was a blessing. Well, if it is, then why are some of them stealing money? Hmm. They ought to really be in the blessing of God. And if you believe in, don't believe in prosperity, then what are you living in a house for? Why don't you just go live under a bridge, sell that house, give all your money away because you believe, in, you believe in poverty. See how silly and stupid that is? What are you going to do when you get to heaven? You see what I'm saying? And you can't find, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, the, the, the ghetto when you see in my father's house are many mansions. <clears throat> now, I'm not talking about being greedy. What I'm talking about is receiving what God said because his will be done in earth, on earth as it is in heaven. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So watch this. I'm not worried about anything on the earth or in heaven. A man said, what about the church today? The church on the earth is just as safe as the church in heaven because mm-hmm. God said that <laughs> nothing will prevail against the church. Right. I will build my church. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I want to read another one. I saw one. That, can I look at it real quick? Sure. This blew me away. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. I, I couldn't. Uh, uh, where's that? I didn't, I didn't know this. Walmart? No. This here. G- G- Gidget? Let me read that. I, no, I'm going to read this, baby. Okay. Jesse, your ministry helped me at one time when I was leaving Texas. Listen to this. Moving back to Florida. I stopped at Walmart because my truck tire had a bubble on it. So I wanted to get a new tie there. Because I had a camper on the back, the young girl working in the tire department said I had to unload the camper first. So I pulled to the side. I started to let the legs down on the camper. They were going through the pavement. It must have been asphalt or something, I guess, because it was hot. And I couldn't put it back on or take it off because it twisted while sinking. I called your ministry because I was in Louisiana. And they came out with wood and jacks and got it back up on the truck. Praise God. Didn't, nobody told me about this. In the meantime, the main manager came out and I told him my people from the TV ministry of, uh, TV ministry of Jesse DePlanis was coming out to help. He made sure I got a new tire put on for free with the camper. Your people gave me $60 because I wasn't sure that I would have enough money to make it the rest of the way. I had my daughter and her kids too, and food was getting scarce. Thank you, Jesse. I will never forget that. I also had a box of your tapes in the camper that I was listening to. Thank you. Now, I tell you, that is amazing. Thing. Uh-huh. So I credit that to the people that work for me. We, we like being a blessing. You see what I'm saying? Now, watch this. <clears throat> she was in trouble. But evidently, my people said, uh, we're going to be careless and just be a blessing to you. Yeah. Then the person picked up on it and put the tire on for free. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my people gave her 60 bucks so she can have some food to get where she's going. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not, if that's not honesty, integrity, transparency, if that's not acting like Christ, I don't know mm-hmm. what it yeah. is. Well, I mean, she was in a desperate situation, yeah. and she took that opportunity to seek God right. and pray, and apparently God told this her This is Perrier. I just want come. everybody to know that I like this stuff. Go ahead, baby. I just got off the treadmill, so I'm still thirsty. Go ahead. I know Go you're ahead. really interested in what I got to yes, say, Yes, I'm too, really right? interested in what you got to say. What did I say? <laughs> I have no idea. 
It reminds me. What are you doing? Uh, it reminds me of you at the Southwest Believers Convention when I was preaching. You oh, I gotta even, tell you about she that. She wasn't even listening to me. But anyway, that's another story. He likes to bust me when I'm doing something. So what happened there? Since you told, you interrupted my interrupting. Right. Is that um, we were at the Believers Convention last week? You may have seen it. Jesse was preaching. Now that day when he preached, his voice was really raspy. I had he had been preaching two straight times. Uh, you want me to tell it? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so he had preached, and his voice was really raspy. People were really concerned. So, and and he was feeling good. He didn't have any pain no, or anything. Just he just preached through it, like you do. You just be careless. Yeah, I just kept going. I'm going to preach this gospel. I got to squeak. But that everybody was sending us their little remedies, their their solutions. Of course, they're praying for us. But I mean, I got. It's suggestions like he needs some honey, he needs some hot tea. Uh, George, uh, some people told me all the things he needs to do. In fact, at that moment, Fritz Brown, one of our staff members, was actually in the service, and I don't know why he picked that moment to send it to me as though I could have done something about it. He apologized later. But I never know, so I monitor my text because I'm a pastor, I'm staff members, family, I'm a mom. I make sure things are okay if I get a message, and I glanced at it, and here I'm reading this text from Fritz Brown, our staff member. And fact, I'm shucking the corn, boy. I'm oh, preaching the gospel. Yes, he... <laughs> He was up until that point, but I, I glanced down and I said, well, let me read this. And he's telling me things like, uh, tell Brother Jesse he needs to eat fresh pineapple cut and it'll help his throat and restore his voice. It comes from some preacher singing. I'm sure it was good advice, but how can I get pineapple right there to him? I could have got that later, right? But anyway, I'm reading it along, not realizing that he said, hey, she's not listening. I, went, like, I was talking, I said, look Hello. at Kathy over there. She's not listening. And I so, I, so I went, hey. But I was Hello. looking up for you. Hello. I must have said hello at least five to seven times. Hello. Hello. And she's like, He wasn't hello. worried about the making me look bad. The whole convention was I have a plan. If he does that again, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go... Like I'm yawning like I was bored or something. So I don't want to listen to you just to try to get back. You know, I used to do things like that. He would tell these stories about me oh, when not. he's preaching. I'm thinking, the that, I'm, mm. I'm thinking that, you know, why do you have to tell everything I do to the whole world? So he's because telling so, me. So people can know who we are, Kathy. So can we be transparent? Oh, because we are transparent. Yes. I'm invisible. I, that's right. You will never, have, you will never hear a scandal about me because I'll tell you. I did say Before that years ago when I first met the Lord, I said, Lord, here I am. Use me. I wanted him to use me. And, there, and then I used to say, little did I know it would be in almost every sermon my husband would <laughs> I preach. I use her. So when he first started out, he was always using either me or Jody. I remember one day I got him this big old thick book, with the title this of it. Thick. The title of it. And you still have it. Yeah, I don't look at it. You don't look at it. <laughs> 7,700 illustrations. So I told him, I said, look, you don't have to use me and Jess, Jody as an illustration. Just tell me what your subject is. I'll do your research. I'll give you some illustrations. Wait, see, you don't have to use me yeah. all the time. And so well, you wanted to be used. Is that yeah, correct? And that's what I said. It was my fault. I prayed for that. <laughs> but but see, that's 7,700 illustrations. I don't know them people, but I know you. <laughs> <laughs> and so he said, Instead of using the book and using my suggestion, he said, yeah, that's a funny story. I'll use it. So he used the story as an example, which we're doing now as well. And the reason people say, you're not afraid of Kathy getting mad at you? No. He's I'm careless. He's careless. <laughs> Maybe he should be hey, a little more careful, it. I said, because you got to sleep sometimes. <laughs> she got to sleep sometimes. You're going down, boy. <laughs> you know, sometimes no, she said, I think she he said just let me praise God. <laughs> Ooh, I didn't mean to hit you. He relies <laughs> upon the mercy and grace of God oh, yeah. in my life. And, yes. But anyway, and the Bible we have said fun. it endures forever. <laughs>
Uh, and then I'll also say, where's a good roll of duct tape when you need it? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> there I, have been times when I've caught him off guard. Yes, yeah. He's been silent. I remember one time when he was preaching, and he's telling a story about me, which I didn't want to, him to tell. And so he's trying to remember the details, and he, he looks over, over at me as though I'm going to help him. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I said, I'm not going to help you with that. I'm just staring at him. And he's, he's trying to help remember. And the, he's, so he's stumbling around. And then because he was already distracted, I did something to him. I, I did this. Can you believe she thought that, so, something was out of my nose? That made him think, oh, something's on my face. Let me rub it. And so and then I nodded. Because nobody's looking at me. They're all looking at him. And so all of a sudden I said, no, it's here. Like he moved it. <laughs> and so he's rubbing it here. He, he, he rubbed it like, I moved it like three or four places in his face. After a while, he forgot the story he was trying to tell on me. And I, and I was so happy because I didn't want everybody to hear that story. You don't think she was cruel? Y'all, let's all pray for Kathy right now. Father. No. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't receive it. Go ahead. I got another one for you. Are this, you changing the subject? Yes. Who's this? How you say that girl's name? I got another story. Okay. Just a minute. <laughs> this is good. What, how you say that name? Tab? Tabiz. Tabiz? Just like an S. It's a Z, but Tabiz. Oh, okay. Tabiz. It says, you are the best, Jesse. You're genuine, honest, and transparent. You are a great person. That's why. And so are you. You should let me read that. You shouldn't say that about yourself. I'm not saying that. I'm just repeating what she said. I know. There it is. She she said that right there. Do you see that? And she said, I haven't heard a minister of God give out that much. Loving this talk all the way from Kenya. I pray that God will tear away my scarcity mindset and renew my mind so that I can have an abundant Abundance mindset. Father, in the name of Jesus, yes, Lord. we pray right now for this wonderful lady mm-hmm. that her Abyss. mind will be the mind of Christ. Blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in and blessed going Lord, out. Lord, I thank in you. In Jesus' name. Open her eyes to your unlimited yes, ability Lord. to help her every step of the way. See, that's why I'm reading all these compliments about myself because I'm careless. I am actually proving the message. You are. You are. It's a good message. Uh, can too. we get a little applause in here? <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Uh, okay. Now, oh, and I, this one even says, from Pam, says, both of you. From where? Pam. I didn't oh, say from where. That's, okay. a, that's a name. Okay, that's a Pam, name. Pam, <laughs> P-A-M. <laughs> uh, both of you truly blessed my heart. It's God's will for us to be a blessing to others. Amen. And my prayer is that I can be like you and be able to help others just as Jesus said we should do. Isn't that wonderful? It's a blessing Not of only God. is she's not careless about her own life, she's taken on a, a prayer request to be a help to someone else who has care. Now, I, 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 I want to go to another scripture, Proverbs 16, 3. We're talking about being, being careless. Psalm Proverbs 16.3. Look what it says here. Now, this is a blessing of the Lord, too. Proverbs 16.3. It says, be careful for nothing. What's it? It says, commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts oh, shall that. be established. established. In other words, you'll know how to think like God thinks. Walk like God walks. Mm-hmm. Talk like God talks. Smell like God smells. Bless like God blesses in every area. Like that, that's, oh, that's so That's good. Proverbs 16.3. Amplified which, says, roll your works upon the Lord, commit and trust them wholly to him, W-H-O-L-L-Y, wholly, okay. completely. And he will cause your thoughts to become agreeable to his will, and Amen. so shall your plans be established and succeed. Can you find that in a passion? I sure That's can. a powerful thing. See, now, when, once you get there, people think you done lost your mind, and you have. <laughs> you now have the mind of Christ. <clears throat> now you're thinking like God. You're starting to flow like God. And the devil's like this. We don't know what to do. We cannot depress this person. 
We cannot discourage this individual. There's something, we do everything. We can't, they do everything. And after a while, you just pay no attention. So when the devil calls, I just say, call waiting. Because I'm talking to the you Lord. You learned that from me. I learned that from you. And then and I said, you know, first talk to the hand is how it goes. Hand. And it says, call waiting. And then I did stereo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's good. This is great. This is the Passion Translation. 16.3. 16.3. But you know the whole 1-2-3 is really good. Read 16.3 first. Okay. <laughs> you know, I always like she to read. always wants to I always like to read before it and after yeah, it so I, I can understand. really get the meaning of the verse. We'll let you do that. But and read 16.3. This, this, this is a standalone verse. Read 16.3. I will. But you get so much read more. Read 16.3. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get you, you to get to the verse. I'm trying to be careless. <laughs> anyway, okay. it says, before you do anything, put your trust totally in God and not in yourself. Then every plan you make will succeed. Now read Proverbs 16, 1, 2, 3. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> this is the Passion Translation. I'm going to have to read. It says, go ahead, make all the plans you want, ah. but it's the Lord who will ultimately direct your steps. Amen. We are all in love with our own opinions. That's true. Convinced they are correct. But the Lord is in the midst of us, testing and probing our every move. Before you do anything, put your trust totally in God and Amen. not in yourself. Then every plan you make will succeed. You know that word success is scary to some people. They think when you're talking about things of God and your, and your walk with the Lord, they don't want to hear that word success. But God wants us to be successful Amen. in every area of our life, whether it be relationships, or which we're dealing with today, <laughs> or uh, financially. We've been married 51 years. Say that with a smile. I did. <laughs> 51 years. 51 years. When you're smiling. And when you're smiling. And you know what the, the devil tried to do me today? What? When I was walking over, uh, I said, and the Lord was talking to me, he said, I want you to go to Philippians 4, 6. And he said, I mean, I heard the devil's voice. Uh, they're going to misunderstand this. I said, no, the ones going to misunderstand it are you. Yeah. So I started whistling. I went, and George and, and Christy were just walking up. They ain't heard me, and I'm way behind them. It's hot out there. <clears throat> now, watch this. I went. <laughs> That's it. And I know that I get people. You know who turned around? George. <laughs> I you said, know what? Why? Listening that George. Because he's walking with his sister-in-law, and he's ready to deck whoever's doing that. <laughs> yeah. I think that was I it. I thought, George? What George <laughs> turning around for? You know? well, it you was know, hilarious. It just happens to be a... And then they stopped and waited for me to come and get to talk and everything. So it was nice. And, uh, and uh, see, that's called being careless. Right. Not, not, I mean, all I wanted to do was, uh, I, I was going to tell them, I want y'all to set yourself in agreement with me. And so I, we, we, we're going to embarrass this devil here. But I thought, I don't need to do that. They will automatically do it when we start talking about it. So while I'm saying a few things, Christy will go. And George will do. That's their amen. <laughs> We got an amen. Call. I say amen. I say amen. Now, that's a powerful, powerful scripture. Your thoughts be established. I mean, man, I mean, see, that's living in this life, you know, without that stress of what are we going to do? You see what right. I'm trying to say? I think probably the most phenomenal example of this, what I'm talking about, was the day that Nero hung Christians on posts and set them afire. <clears throat> I mean, burning alive there in that Colosseum in Rome. And he got angry because they were singing. Mm. He said, why are they singing? They should be in excruciating pain, but they didn't feel anything. They were going into the presence of the Almighty God singing. They were which careless. Which made a fool of Nero and a fool of the devil. Yeah. You know why they could do that? They were careless. 
They refused to care. And that was, they were dying. But actually, they were, it's kind of like a Stephen. That's another one. They're hitting him in the head with rocks. Now, you know that's got to hurt. Yet Jesus stood up from his throne mm -hmm. and, and, and took Stephen and brought him to himself. Mm -hmm. Man, that, that's, those are such great examples. And I have never got to that point in my life. I, I, I'm, I'm striving to get there. You know, you never know what you're going to do until you face something right, like that. Right. But I've heard in my, in my lifetime, in fact, I remember it maybe 25 years ago, there was three or four nuns. I don't know if it was, it was in Central America somewhere. And they, 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 they raped them and killed them. And they just sang songs that they were being raped. As they were being killed. This is in my lifetime. So they got great martyrs even today mm -hmm. as they did way back 2,000 years ago. Right. And the Bible said the greatest crown you could ever have is the martyr's, martyr's crown. crown. I think the only way you could probably get that is by being careless right. and not to care about anything. Right. That's an amazing thing to me. You see what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, and some people don't like the Catholic Church. Well, I'll tell you something about them nuns. Them nuns were saved by them. They spread the gospel. They spread that spread gospel, the did everything they could. And while being just tortured and tormented, uh, it didn't bother them in, in the sense that they, they sang songs and praises to God. Right. Well, life. they had an eternal perspective, yes, I indeed. think. They knew this life was yeah. just temporary, that one day they'd be in heaven for eternity. Well, think and about that's that. a hope we have. In the book of Hebrews, it reminds me of those uh, women did not receive uh, yeah, deliver so 11. they could obtain a better resurrection. Mm -hmm. Maybe they saw that and they said, no, don't deliver us. They will just go to heaven with Jesus. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I can't. I, I, I'm, I'm speculating there, but I'm not speculating well, on Hebrews. Where they, those women said, no, let us obtain a better resurrection. Right. They saw something right. that a lot of people have not seen. Yeah, well, you're not talking about doing something reckless and foolish no, no, either. No, no, Because you're not like wouldn't let, you just kid, let your kids run into the road or you wouldn't do anything foolish that would have bad consequences. Right. I think we, we need to be led by the Spirit in what we do. You're not talking about just if you know someone's sick, it's okay to quarantine and keep yourself away from others. Do practical things yeah. like wash your hands. We've always endorsed that. Well, we do that, that in the church. You, the pastor of the church, you say this. Look, if you're uncomfortable, not, uh, wear a mask. If you don't want to wear a mask, don't wear No, we make, we let you make that decision. Well, I think what I'm, I'm trying to get at is that we were led by the Spirit and we're wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Amen. You know, even Jesus, and I was just thinking about while we were studying this about Jesus, when he was, was uh Full of the spirit, but then he went into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. He uh -huh. had a he had a, uh, had a plan. A pl God had a plan, so he went through there. And I was reading the third temptation. I know you've preached on this yeah. many times, but this third temptation was one that the devil took him up to a cliff and basically told him, "You need to jump out because you know the angels are going to protect yeah, quoting you." Scripture. Trying to quote scripture, actually twisted scripture, because I know there's a lot of people that walk into dangerous situations. Uh, thinking that they're doing something God's wanting them to do, but they're they're deceived by the devil. But we need to be wise when we walk in this life. Sure. So listen to Jesus' answer to the devil when he gave him something that was sounded religious, sounded wise, sounded it was it's okay if you care. Let's go ahead and do it. No, you have to use the word of God. He said to this was his an answer. In fact, in uh, Luke chapter four. Verse 9, I'll read that part of the temptation because we know he had three. But the third one says, And he brought him to Jerusalem and set him upon a pinnacle of the temple and said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down from hence. For it is written, He shall give his angels charge over thee to mm -hmm. keep thee. And in their hands they shall bear thee up 
lest at any time thy Which shall is cast true. thy foot up against a stone. That's a fact. That the devil's speaking a truth. Right, there. and he was quoting Psalms 91, or partially quoting Psalms right. 91, which we all love to quote whenever right. there's danger or trouble and things like that. But then Jesus answered him this way. He says, and Jesus, in verse 12, and Jesus answering and said unto him, it is said, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. And so that was the, his answer. Now, that did was you a catch temptation. What he, did you catch that word said? Yes, because all the uh, you go ahead, teach. No, go ahead and say it. Well, I, I know the revelation times, on it. In the other uh, temptations, Jesus said, "It is written." Which is what? Logos, the right. written word of God, and then He said, "Is said," which is Rhema. It was a revealed word to God from heaven. Ooh, it so he, kicked he, Satan right there. Yeah, he did, and that was. And then He says in verse thirteen, "And when the devil ended all the temptation, he departed from him for a season." Yeah. So you should not tempt the Lord thy God. There's That's some not. wisdom that needs to come into play well, when we come into dangerous, difficult situations. When we say be careless, we're meaning cast your care upon the Lord. Let Him handle it. Yeah. Let Him take care of it. Let Him Spirit guide you to the right steps yeah. and the right decisions that you need to make because he knows that there's an enemy out there. The Bible talks about how there he's like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. But so he's toothless. He's, he's always at work. <laughs> That's why, but we have a more powerful presence. Mm -hmm. God himself is the one who kicked him out of heaven and he's, he's going he's gonna to be the one who's going to put him in that bottomless pit. Right. So it's important that we realize no matter what attacks the enemy may launch, God always has yeah. a better answer Amen. for you. He, he will help you to walk Walk the way that's successful, the way that will will bring you blessing in Amen. your life and protect uh, you. Uh, he's toothless. You give him no power. No. You see what I'm saying? He, he's toothless. He's the shadow of death. He's, a cool he's not death. He's the shadow. You understand? Yes. He, he, he's a facade. He said, I want you to understand. I give him no power whatsoever. Now, if you walk in the flesh against him, he will destroy you because he's a flesh devil. But see, you are a spirit housed in a soul and clothed in a body. Right. You got to understand that. You have to learn to be spirit. The reason why, and I don't mean this sound arrogant, that I'm careless concerning the word of God is because I've learned to be spirit. I've learned to walk in the spirit. You mm -hmm. see, and you have to watch this. Jesus, it took him 30 years to learn to be human. Mm -hmm. You got to understand Jesus had never, God, had never been that close to sin. Think wow. about that for a minute. Mm -hmm. So he took a part of himself. And buddy, I want to tell you something. God went very close to something he totally hates. In fact, his father would not even look upon Jesus on the cross because our sin was on Jesus. The nails were not holding Jesus to the cross. It was our sin. It was your sin. The father turned his back. That part of that trinity. So Jesus did something that the father's never done, that the Holy Spirit's never done. Mm -hmm. Took that point. That's why he was a lamb led to the slaughter. My God, that's why all authority and power, God Almighty, the father says, it's given unto him. Yet he gave such uh, notoriety. He said, I came that you might know my father. There's such a love there. That's what I mean. And that's why Jesus, they said, man, you go to Jerusalem, they'll kill you. See, he's being careless. Uh -huh. He said, hey, like as if, if they kill me, I'll be back in three days. <laughs> now, you see, now he's walking in that spirit to go into that thing. But it took him 30 years to learn to be human. And it's taken us a lot of years and you a lot of years for us to learn to be spirit. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean. See, this Bible, the reason why people don't understand it, it's a spiritual book. 
It's a spirit book. The right. natural man receives it, not the things of God. That's why people are not born again. They don't believe in this. They say, oh, people that kind of stuff. You see, because you see that they're, they're walking in a dead spirit. Mm -hmm. But when you walk in a live spirit, <laughs> I won't tell you, days on the earth, even though there may be trouble, but who cares? It doesn't make any difference because you know the end result. You know in whom you have, you believe, and you're persuaded. Right. See, that he's able to keep what you commit to him, see? And that's what I love about the Lord. He waits for me to commit to him. Mm -hmm. You see, the things that I need to do, so I commit my worry. I commit all that junk that, that I normally should do as a human being. But I said, no, I'm going to be careful for nothing. Mm -hmm. And I have to tell my, my body that nothing, nothing. Let me tell you something. Your body talks to you. Your soul talks to you. Your spirit talks to you. I was on the treadmill, and my body was saying, stop, <laughs> stop. I said, stop. <laughs> it was hollering. I said, stop. Mine said, don't it. go on there, and, and I listened to <laughs> and it. And you listened to it. <laughs> or that butter pecan ice cream in that, I, in that refrigerator but I did do my calls you. It has a voice. Catherine. Catherine. And I said. Catherine. <laughs> and she don't do this. She goes, you know, Jesse. I didn't say it. <laughs> didn't say it. I said, would you like for me to get some? She said, it. Would you like me to go get you some ice cream? If you insist. I didn't insist. Nothing. <laughs> so I want, I want her to be happy. She just I'm always happy. Yeah, always happy. Mm, mm. Not all the time. <laughs> Don't lie here on the boardroom chat. I you know, am happy. Oh, oh, no, you are happy. But sometimes you're not. When I frustrate you, when I tell everybody that you're not listening to me preaching at the Southwest Believers Convention. <laughs> I got over Just it. thought I brought it. Yeah, anyway. It was just for a moment. So let me go. <laughs> yeah. It's a light affliction. <laughs> for a moment. <laughs> let me go back to verse 4, Philippians 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Uh-huh. I love that. I, 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 I determined to do that every day of my life. So care will not become a part mm -hmm. of my life. Now, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't walk out in the middle of the road with an 18-wheeler truck coming down the road. Well, you know, you're being careful. That's a different type of, that's foolishness if to do something right, like that. Last night we were driving home, remember that? Or recently this week we were driving home and it was a dark, that had become, starting to get dark at dusk. And there was this man walking right in the middle of the road. Remember, you almost yeah. hit him. We I were, mean, I was, no, he was walking in the turn signal on Airline Highway. No, in no, the middle. it's on River Road. No, we don't have a turn signal on River Road. It wasn't there a was turn airline, signal. Wasn't it? it was like well, a turn way, lane. There was no lights. No. And I just saw this image. I thought, what is this guy doing? I mean, just, but he could, I thought, well, maybe he's trying to cross the road. But he stayed there in the middle. Just we walking looked through the rearview mirror. That, I remember that, praying that, that, that for stupidity. him, Lord, protect him. See, that's that stupidity doing that kind of stuff, you know? Because, I mean, if some, you know, I've seen people, and you have too, how many times have you seen people without their lights on? And it's kind of, you know, getting dark, and they, they, they don't realize it's on. And you got a, you got a car that has an automatic. It keeps the lights on. A lot of, or whatever. Of course, How it yeah. does that, you know, when the sun goes down, it, it just comes on. So, I mean, you know, so we prayed for it. Didn't, didn't have to know him. So that's not really being careless. That's being negligent. Yeah, that's, that's being negligent. Being, that's and, being unwise. That, yeah. So we're yeah. not talking about that. Yeah, and if somebody would have killed him, someone could have been, um, you know, hit him with a car, which didn't mean to. They would probably be charged with, uh, what do they call that? Vehicular homicide. Yeah, vehicular. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the him... 
That would be negligent on homicide on his side. He's trying to kill yeah, himself. Suicide, negligence. That was negligence, man. That's just crazy. Term. <laughs> just, I don't know. You know but anyway, it's not stuff. funny, but it was. It just illustrates the point that we need to be wise. We're not talking about, when we say being careless, we're talking about uh, putting mm -hmm. that care upon the Lord, not taking on the cares, things we can't <clears throat> handle. That's right. There's a lot of things we can handle that That's we can right. take care of, and God expects us to do that. You know, if we want to take, have good health, God expects us to take care of our bodies like Jesse does. And I actually do our stretch. I just don't go the extreme. I think one day they're going to say that all that running's not good for you. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> oh, let me, Father, help of Jesus. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> We're just talking about you do the, you do what you know to do in the in the natural and trust God for the things that are out of your control. That's correct. Because we need heaven and we need Him to help us on this very, navigate through this crazy world this. that we live in. I'm very disciplined about my um, exercise. I do it constantly. I'm 72 years old, and I'm not trying to be the man on the block and all that kind of stuff. You've always done that. As uh, long as I've known you, you've done you know, I eat, that. And I've and done it this. too in my life here and there. <laughs> here. I'm the, every other, that's on I'm the here, other side there, of the corner. And everywhere. <laughs> mm. She says, I am starting but, today. Listen, there's room. There's time. <laughs> this morning, I think it was this morning, we saw on TV this 100-year-old woman. Yes. Being, she's breaking some kind of records because she's a weightlifter. And yeah. she started it when she was 90. So I still have a little <laughs> bit of time. I know yes. my lift 120. And they showed all her trophies she's won. She's in good shape. And she looked and great. Yeah, 100 years old. She looked like she was like 70. Well, not. Oh, thanks a lot, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's nailing me. She, she looked good. She's being careless right now. She's just being careless. I'm but I mean, she did. She did and, and she said, I, I think I'm going to get another trophy. And uh, she's she strong. showed where all her trophies were. And strong. she had a plan for continuing yeah. this. I think yeah. it's excellent. Yeah, I mean, it was amazing. She's 100 years old. And, you know, a, a, a hundred years old. They call her a centurion. Centurion. Right? Yeah, it was just such a blessing. Well, we're about ready to go off here. We've been talking long. I, I, I want to leave you with verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. And I get, again, I say rejoice. And the, but, but you won't be able to if you care, care with you. And then, so if you leave care alone, then verse uh, 6 will come. And it will say, and it's verse 6, be careful for nothing. But then finally, you'll understand verse 7. And the peace of God. Oh, my goodness. And the peace of God. We, we got to go. I don't add too much. And the peace of God. No, I have to. Which passeth all understanding. And she doesn't understand. I do. <laughs> the peace of I God. I have the solution. <laughs> Say it. What's we have solution? to finish out the, that, the next verse because this is the Kathy, way that you're going to have go. that. Well, if you'll stop interrupting me. Oh, I'm can't. not interrupting. <laughs> it says, and finally, because you talked about the peace of God that passes all understanding. <laughs> verse 8 says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. When you keep your mind stayed upon God and all of these things that he says, it helps you to get to a place where you can live a careless life. Praise the Lord. Isn't that's that a good, good? That's a little bow on the end of I that understand. beautiful teaching that you gave us Amen. today. Well, let me tell you something. Today is the day that the Lord wants you to be blessed. Take the stress off. Yes. Because today you start a new day by being careless, not in stupidity, right. but in the word of God. This is Jesse and Kathy saying we love you. And until next time. Oh, I got to say that. Thank you, partners. Yes. I have to just Notice say that. Notice how I'm not interrupting you. I don't want to interrupt that. Because the partners, Kathy, that support oh, yeah, this mission, we, do appreciate we couldn't it. do this without you. you know? We're a team. And I want to say with Thanksgiving. Yes. And in fact, a person told me, she said, there's a testimony that said, how do you give to this ministry? It's very hard. 
Because we don't push you. We're not gonna make. If you want to, you can. If you don't want to, you don't have to. If you want to go to JDM.org, that's our website, and you want to give to this ministry financially, you can hit the donate button. You can use PayPal. You can text to get whatever. If you don't want to, don't. You see? Because this is going to sound nuts. We don't care if you do or don't. Because we know in whom we have believed and we're persuaded. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you something. <clears throat> Anointing of increase is on us. It's flat on me, buddy. Mm-hmm. And it's a blessing of the Lord. So thank you, partners, for helping us reach people, change, change lives, lives, one, one soul, soul at a time. time. See you next time. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.